Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello, everyone and all our friends around the world, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and, of course, fulfill purpose. Today, we're asking a very important question. It is, angels or spirit guides? It's an important question, especially now when we're collectively, as human beings, undergoing a huge global transformation of historic proportions. Although our angels and spirit guides have been quietly guiding us and assisting in both our personal and societal evolution for millennia, or much longer, the level at which we are in our evolutionary transformation necessitates that each of us more consciously recognizes, validates, and adheres to the guidance given to us by spirit. And our angels and spirit guides are the most important emissaries of divinity and provide a kind of experiential and communication bridge with our own innate spiritual nature. Michael has said in several of our shows that humanity is taking a new evolutionary leap from having long been a body-based intellectual race into a new spirit-centered intuitive race. We're not merely making technological or scientific advances in our society today. We are literally making a quantum leap into becoming a new race of humans. Granted that this new race will be technologically advancing by leaps and bounds as well, but even more fundamentally, will consciously realize more and more its psychic or soul nature. As Jesus said over two millennia ago, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And to paraphrase what either the French Jesuit priest, philosopher, and paleontologist Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, or the Russian mystic G.R. Gurdjieff said, quote, we must advance from beginning ourselves to be human beings seeking a spiritual experience to fully realizing that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. <clears throat> Both angels and spirit guides in different ways help to teach each of us individually as well as all of us collectively to continue our journey homeward back to the loving unity and freedom of spirit. Throughout major portions of the human evolutionary journey, much of humanity disregarded or neglected or even outright invalidated the existence or reality of angels and or spirit guides. Yet, as we've pointed out before, History is replete with references in most cultures to some experience of angels and other spiritual beings relating with and guiding human beings in this physical world. It's been difficult for many people throughout history to experience the reality of angels or spirit guides when they couldn't touch them physically or hear or see them with their physical senses. 
So, throughout most of history, it was up to the small minority of people on earth who were clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, or intuitive to intelligently discuss the topic of angels and spirit guides and their respective roles and functions in human lives and society. Of course, during certain times in our history, more than in others, anyone who even talked with certainty about angels and spirit guides were often shunned by many people, excommunicated from communities, or even tortured and unfortunately killed. That, of course, didn't help with our collective evolutionary process. In fact, it kept hindering our growth in big ways. Today, however, a larger portion of the population of humanity around the world are waking up much more to the presence of spirit. More and more people are realizing that they are far more psychic than they might have previously believed. One's own experience of life is ultimately the only real teacher anyone has. All teachers' function in this world is to help each soul find its way to the limitless and eternity of spirit. Angels and spirit guides are essential to that process of exploration, discovery, learning, healing, and growth. But the angels and spirit guides serve in quite different capacities as well. Angels have never left God. Angels are spirit only. Although occasionally, a certain angel might temporarily assume a human form on earth to continue their service, an angel doesn't go through the life experiences that we do as human souls incarnated in human minds and bodies. Angels living in spirit without fail don't experience dichotomies as we do. For spirit as the limitlessness of being beyond time and space, there are no either or propositions. Whereas in this physical world, everything is based on either or. One of the most important aspects of the angel's role is to maintain the consistency that only an angel can maintain of the purity of being spirit and nothing else. As we consciously relate more and more intimately with our angels, we begin to experience more and more deeply our own pure spirit nature. It's forever timeless, limitless, free, and unconditionally loving. As we become more aware of our angels, we experience the presence of unconditional love more often. Our spirit guides, on the other hand, are human souls like us, having gone through the multitude of human experiences in the physical world. They are our guides because they are at least a few steps ahead of where we are in our evolutionary journey. Each of our spirit guides offers us a more been there, done that guidance. Spirit guides know what we're going through in our incarnation because they've experienced it as well. They are our, as our like mentors from a higher grade level in school, just as, let's say, a sixth grade A student 
might mentor a struggling third grader in a certain subject matter. When I experience an angel, it's quite a divine and heavenly experience. When I experience a spirit guide, I experience more of a highly spiritually aware person without a physical body. When I experience a master of wisdom, an enlightened being, I experience both that which is divine and that which is an enlightened cosmic person. It's also a distinctly different experience for me between communicating with an angel and communicating with a highly evolved or enlightened spirit guide. My experience with an angel is one of an unconditionally loving presence and feels like a communion in heaven. My experience with a master level spirit guide is very unconditionally loving, but also there's a profound understanding and wisdom born of experience. With an angel, I experience a kind of complete support as if I'm being held. With a spirit guide, I experience a direct guidance, whether it's about my next step or navigating through particular challenges I'm going through or about a vision of what to prepare everyone else for in the coming times. I often experience a great deal of amusement and laughter from both angels and spirit guides, along with a total neutrality in all things. So, you know, Raphael, what has your experience been over the years of communicating and working with angels and spirit guides? And how do you experience the differences as well as the similarities? Well, the differences and similarities are pretty easy because it just has to do with the vibration of each type of being. Um, once you are psychically sensitive, it's it's like you understand the vibration of your child being different than the vibration of your husband. So if you have your back turned. Really? <laughs> yes. So if you have your back turned and one of them comes up to you, you usually can tell which one it is. And it's very much like that. Um, I've worked a lot with my spirit guides and with my angels over the years. In fact, I went through an angel crazy era when it, kind of between the 1980s and 1990s where I was just collecting every story and everything I could read about angels so I could get to know them more. Michael's description of uh, the differentiation in their vibration uh, is exactly what I experience as well. But I want to use an example of how, on a practical level, they all work with me. Hmm. And one of the things uh, is with spirit guides, for instance, they can work with you on anything from things regarding your spiritual path, what's important. And then it can also come to, for instance, if you're not supposed to... Um, get sick or have particular physical problems, they will come way ahead of time when you are getting into bad habits and warn you of them. And I'll use one fun example I had when I was in my 20s is I went through a phase where I was every day, it was hot in the Bay Area, that's where I was living at the time, and I was enjoying having ice cream every single day at mm. dinner time. You know, or I after, still do. After dinner time. <laughs> And um, I didn't know at the time the severity of the uh, cholesterol problem that was running in my family. Um, 
And there was not a lot of studies about it, and people weren't writing things about it. So I was eating full-blown fatty ice cream, which I loved. (laughs) Not much of it, but just some every night. And I remember one day I was starting to eat my ice cream, and I heard in my head a very gentle but very strong prodding, you know, you shouldn't eat so much ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at that time, I went, the part in my brain that's, you know, probably the ego said, I love eating ice cream. I'm not going to listen to you. (laughs) Um, Then it started coming in my dreams. (laughs) And that's when the spirit guides really mean business. And it was dreams of a hundred bowls of ice cream around me. And I was trying to eat them all. And I was getting really fat. And so anyway, I understood. You got the hint. I got the hint. And sometimes they get louder and louder if you ignore them. Oh, yeah. and if you ignore them all the way, then you start to have health problems. And it, or, uh, for instance, it could be financial. Mm-hmm. You know, your guides might be coming and saying, you know, you're spending a little too much money. You're probably going to need this money a year from now in 2020 um, because <laughs> something's coming up. <laughs> so anyway, um, th- this is sometimes you might even hear it sounding like your own voice. And guides will do that to make mm-hmm. you comfortable with their guidance so it doesn't sound so startling. But if you want to hear them as a separate entity, um, ask them to speak in a different voice so that you can differentiate your own thoughts from, from their communication with you. Yeah, if, if your guide talks to you like Darth Vader, you know, you might get a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe ask for their real voice or a gentle voice. And then with angels, that's a whole other story because their energy to me feels very all-encompassing because it, it um, involves that unconditional love Michael was talking about. Unconditional love is exactly what it says it is. It's that love that does not judge, it just loves. And it's part of the energy of the Holy Spirit or God or you know, the, the all, the all yeah. the, mm-hmm. however you want to see it. And a, an example of when I had the angels come and really help me, I've talked about before, was at Michael's mom's funeral. And I was sort of terrified because there were 350 or 400 Japanese people I was speaking <laughs> in front of. And the energy was very sad and serious because his mom was only 64 when she passed and really, really loved by everyone. And I was giving one of the main talks. And so before I got on stage, I asked the angels to to help me keep my space because I tend to sometimes get a little knock-kneed in front of uh, a bunch of people I don't know. Um, I don't have that problem too much anymore, but I did it that time. And it was the most amazing experience to feel that energy come down around me. And I literally had a bubble of mm-hmm. protection and that love I was able to actually share, because I felt it coming right through me, right into the audience. And I was happy to see <clears throat> my talk, which was very heartfelt, did not make people cry, but made them more put their hands on their heart and feel the love of the the dearly departed Michael's mom, Kay, um, who we all missed at the time. And I've had that experience several times on stage when I was a little bit afraid of the audience and not sure. And why are we afraid of audiences when we go up to speak? Well, we don't want to be judged. 
And so, you know, my lesson there is to learn that same unconditional love is to love my audience regardless of their opinion of me. And that is what I'm learning from the angels. And then working with ascended masters is a whole nother thing because since I was in my 20s, I have been guided by several of them. And a lot of times they will make their presence known and, um, and then they'll make their presence known for days before they actually give their message to me. And usually when they make their presence known, they're asking me, please sit down and meditate so we can communicate with you in a very quiet, when you're in a very quiet place. And so the communication can come through purely and correctly to me and my busy mind won't filter it in any way. So that's my, those are my three main experiences with them. And Michael, do you have anything to add to that? Um, Well, well, you know, when you're talking about the, uh, your experience with spirit guides giving you, um, giving you, uh, uh, what do you call it? Warnings. Yeah. Yeah. I've had many of those, uh, even growing up. Especially during my teenage years, uh, I was going to an art school in when I was about uh, 18, seven, 17. And um, um, I had been smoking, you know, uh, cigarettes for since I was about 16, about a year and a half, but I was smoking a lot. And one day I got up to go to school and I lit up a cigarette, and distinctly, I mean, somebody's standing next to me and saying, you know what, You've been, you're smoking too much. And I said, you know what, I'm smoking too much. <laughs> <laughs> you agree. Yeah, it's like that scene from Star Wars bar, you know, where the Jedi Master goes, uh, nobody's here or whatever it was and mm-hmm. and everybody goes oh nobody's here <laughs> they go away it was just you like say nothing yeah <laughs> except this one was hey i'm smoking too much i threw that cigarette away i didn't even light it up and threw the rest of the package away never smoked again and that is the power of our spirit guides if we listen to them Well, we're coming up to our first break, and we're offering a wonderful new teleclass this Saturday, June 13th, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. This one is on your inner voice, how to communicate with yourself. We welcome you to join us. You learn what your inner voice ability is and how to use it to communicate with your inner spirit self, a little different than spirit guides. It's a most important time now to step up how you relate to yourself. Find out all the details and sign up on our website events calendar section, michaeltamora.com, or call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday, and speak with our wonderful assistant, Noel, who will help you. We'll return in a couple of minutes, and we'll continue with Angels or Spirit Guides. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, 
You'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. Let's continue with our exploration of angels or spirit guides. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, there's... Well, especially when you've lived, what, 66 years now, almost 67, next month is my birthday, 67, you forget so many incredible experiences you've had, as much as we talk about a lot of them, uh, like on our show and and when I'm teaching, but uh, every time I think about a certain kind of experience, life experience, like with working with spirit guides, there's so much, and when I look back at my uh, youth, uh, when I'm growing up, and and so many key points. About the same time when when I was mentioning before the break, uh, when I quit smoking because see at that time when I was 17, I didn't even know the term spirit guide. That wasn't in my vocabulary, and just like healing wasn't in my vocabulary either. Um, and so it's just a total intuitive knowingness and seeing, I, I, I've always seen clairvoyantly and so, uh, and heard clairaudiently, but I didn't know they were called spirit guides <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I just, uh, and during that same time period, I used to uh, sit by myself and I'd have a large, well, since I was in art school, I had a large uh, drawing, you know, uh, pad and everything, big pieces of paper, and I just start drawing, and then I start having a conversation, and uh, it was not with myself. I wasn't talking to myself. I'm having a conversation with that same voice, and um, I start writing out the dialogue. So I ask my question, and this voice gives me an answer, and I write it all out on this big piece of paper on a big table and then I think about it and I, I and then I just have a conversation like you would with a with a friend and a, per, a friend that you uh, 
look up to, uh, respect, and maybe more like a mentor, a wise person. And so I'd, I'd write down the question and I ask in my head, I said, yeah, what about this? And there'd be an answer. And sometimes it was very short answers of a few words. Other times, it's like, okay, a whole dissertation, a whole, uh, the, the being would tell me about, okay, why things are and, and what I need to be looking at. And, and so, and then a lot of times, you know, it's not like you need an answer. You need somebody to be a bouncing board so that you can just, you know, lay it out and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. And the person listens. And, and then uh, when I need some kind of input and says, well, I don't know, I, I, what do you think? And like a friend, that person would start to respond of what he or she, in this case, it was a masculine guide, and uh, I get all this communication about what I was going through and what I needed to look at. Again, it was a lot, when I look back at the type of communication I received from my guide at that point was direction. It wasn't, you got to do this and you got to do that, except for things like, you know, you're, you're smoking too much. And, uh, and when I was in my uh, early 30s, I got, you're drinking too much coffee, <laughs> which was the beginning of a uh, cutting down my coffee. And then within about six months later, I, I was, uh, or a year and a half later, I was completely off of coffee. Never touched the stuff after that. And so, so it was, there's guides that, that work with me and, and I know work with everyone about their maintenance of their physical health and well-being so that you can continue to be here in a, as healthy of a state as you can be to get your work done, to, to fulfill your purpose for being here. And um, because, you know, if you, if you wreck your body, even if you're still alive, you might not be able to do some of the things that you need to do physically in a body in order to fulfill what you need to learn, in order to fulfill the communications you have with people, relationships, everything. Have a certain kind of work to do. And um, uh, so spirit guides are very instrumental in helping us stay the healthiest we can be in, in our given time period of, of life. And and then, of course, that's just the beginning. That's just, you know, if you if you kill off your body, then you're not going to be able to finish. All right, so let's make sure you keep your body uh, alive and healthy. And then, then it becomes one of, oh, dealing with everyday situations, finances. So we have our spirit guides often help us when we need to communicate about, you know, what we might consider to be mundane things of keeping ourselves going on a, uh, not just a physical health and fitness level, but but also financial. Okay, are your finances, you're, like Raphael mentioned earlier, you know, hey, you're spending too much money. Or it could be communication that simple, or sometimes it's a lot more involved of why don't you, Ask this person for a loan to to uh, take care of this immediate situation you're 
completely stuck in and and then uh, deal with it as you go along. Or, oh, this is the person you need to talk about, talk to about helping this organization stay afloat. Boom. And doesn't go as far as why this person and what for and what do you talk yeah, about. You have to kind of trust yeah, that you're you just go, the right okay. And I've been in that situation where I have literally minutes to make decisions and do what uh, the, the guidance is. And so I just jump in, do it. When I start talking to that person, I always know. In the conversation, I start to know, oh, okay, this is what I need to say to this person. This is what I need to talk about or ask or whatever. And every single time, it works miracles. It literally, anything from it works to a lot of times miracles happen that you never anticipated. I completely agree with Michael about that, and I have so many examples I've talked about in other shows, especially on the financial end of things, when uh, he was having his heart attacks and and um, we dropping were dropping dead and dropping dead. <laughs> and we were looking at no income for six weeks, which, <clears throat> like most people, you know, going without income for six weeks is not an option. And so um, we thank the angels for all the help they've given us over the years. But there's something else I wanted to talk about, too, because I know many of you who listen to us are in the younger set and still searching for what you would like to do with yes. your life. Yeah. Um, and that is, please know that your angels and guides are always there trying to steer you in the right direction. And when I had this experience back in my early 20s, well, starting in my teens, I always felt my guides pushing me in a certain direction, and one of them was to move from Michigan, which is where I'm from, to California. And I really didn't know why, except that I knew that I would tell people, I know you can say the word psychic in California without people <laughs> saying you're crazy. <laughs> because everybody in California is crazy already. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, what I realized after the fact is all along the way, my guides were helping me in every way they could to steer me in the direction of my spiritual path. Exactly. I knew that I was going to be on a spiritual path, but hey, I had to work like everyone else, and I I, I could hold down a, any kind of a job for up to eight years, uh, but it was two years here, four years there. I, I know I liked uh interesting jobs and I would get bored easily Um, but then I came to a certain sort of a a point where it was time for me to step onto that spiritual path so it was funny because it was a choice between do I take this class in embroidery no in quilt making rather which I was really wanting to do at the time and but I had limited funds it was like a five dollar or fifteen dollar a week class or do I take this psychic class at this at this place I found? And by the way, the way I found the place was extremely divinely orchestrated, and I have ex- explained it in, in other shows. And I really was looking at these two choices, and my guides were on me like a, <laughs> I don't know what. Barnacle. <laughs> like a barnacle. The psychic class, the psychic class. And, of course, when I finally did go there, to uh, take my class, I felt like I had come home. Mm-hmm. I knew I was in the right place. And at the time, 
I thought I was going to be in that place from that time for the rest of my life. And as it turned out, about 12 years later, I was finishing up my cycles there and I got the same sort of push from my mm-hmm. guides. And it was, it's time for you to step away and do, uh, you're going to go on a different path than where this group is is going. And it wasn't that the group was bad. It was just my path was diverging, diverging yeah. away from that. And I was... Uh, Resisting it for a few years, for sure. But as I did, I was less and less happy there. So why have a bunch of years of unhappiness where your intuition is always, your intuition and your uh, communication from your spirit guides are always steering you in the right direction? Yeah, and it's always, you know, the angels and spirit guides work together seamlessly. It's like a divine choreography. They're amazing. They cover so many bases. And... My experience when, you know, angels and spirit guides are present and working with me, just on a general level, with the angels, they, they're they like, mm, they encourage you, but not the kind of encouragement, like a pep talk encouragement. Angels are much more direct and experiential. So you get this feeling of, you can do this. You know, it's not like somebody telling you, you can do this. It's this feeling that, yeah, I, I can do this. They're, they're like energetically holding you up if you're crumbling uh, or you think you can't do something or you're afraid. Oh, if you're afraid, a lot of you get this boost of courage. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm afraid, but, but I, I, I can do this. It's that courage, encouragement. Yeah, in, encouragement. You get filled with more courage and inspiration it's that feeling of ah yeah okay i don't know exactly what i'm going to say but i know i'm going to say something that type of a thing so with the angels you can feel their presence you can feel the communication is is holding you up uh supporting you all the way it's unconditional and it gives you that little extra boost to be able to get on with what you need to get on with. Where the spirit guides, it's much more specific in my experiences. They give you information. They give you the kind of guidance, not just the energetic guidance, which they do too, but it's more specific. Okay, go here and and you need to talk to that person. Look up this concept. Look up this thing. Ask this question or you're not asking the right question. Uh, I, I went through that for a period of time where my spirit guides would be coaching me. You know, the quality of the answers you get are completely dependent upon the type of question, the quality of question you ask. Whether you ask an expert, ask God, or ask a spirit guide, or ask yourself. What kind of question are you asking? So I I did a lot of work internally of, oh, yeah, I'm not asking the right question. I need to ask the not only the right question, but the right kind of question and in the way that the answer to which would actually benefit me. And so these are some of the differences between the angels and the spirit guide experiences. 
also, in for those of you who are definitely on a committed spiritual path, when you start to have the experiences with the uh, Masters of Wisdom, the uh, Master Guides, these are the ones that are helping to guide you to uh, probably in the levels of um, first advancing yourself so that you can teach others to advance themselves to a new level of their path. We make agreements to do this, and sometimes they are relentless <laughs> mm. in, in going after us about this. So, for instance, what can happen is here, I'm a clairvoyant and a reader, and a lot of times I'll have someone, a readee, turn around and tell me, you know, my guides are saying you need to be <laughs> writing your book, or my guides say you need to be teaching more, etc. <laughs> I, I had the funniest experience in, uh, during the time I was in private practice giving you know, private readings to people. And uh, uh, another professional psychic came to me for for a, a medium, came to me for a reading. And in the middle of her reading, I'm giving reading away. And she goes, uh, excuse me, Michael. And I said, uh, yeah. And she says, this is very uh, strange, but, but um, and not conventional. But she says, my guide has a message for you. <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> and I, I crack up. I says, oh, of course, that'll be great. And so she goes and she brings the guy through. And the guide in a very masculine voice says, you're not charging enough. <laughs> and 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 he he's going, uh, so you should start with her uh, charge a hundred dollars more. <laughs> and then he leaves and she heard the whole thing. She comes back and she goes, what? What was that about? That's my guide telling you I have to pay more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. it was hilarious. It was. Well, we're at our second break already, so I wanted to let you know about our comprehensive six-level audio spiritual self-study course, Psychic Tools and Life Mastery Practices for Living Your Soul's Purpose. The first two-hour class is available free to try out as an MP3 audio download just by signing up for our newsletter through our website, michaeltamora.com. You can take the course one class at a time or one level at a time. You can find a detailed description and all the information about this course by clicking on, quote, our six-level course, unquote, button on the left side column on our events calendar or on our store page. Or you could call Noel at our office if you have any questions Monday through Friday during business hours specific time. All right, so when we return, we'll continue our exploration of angels or spirit guides. See you in a couple minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever transformational, incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. 
Inspirational, a must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer, the award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. We welcome you back. So, is it angels or spirit guides? That's our topic for today, so let's continue. I'd like you all to notice who are listening, especially if you've been listening for all the weeks we've been talking about angels, how much more activity there's been around you with your angels and spirit guides. This is one of the tricks I had working with angels and spirit guides, and that is not forgetting them. It's remembering that they're around And maybe even when you open up your eyes in the morning, saying hello, good morning to them, and checking in with them, even partway through the day. If you're having a bad day, you could even have a little fun with your spirit guides or your angels if you need that unconditional love. You can just ask your angels to bring some to you. Or you could ask your spirit guide, do you have any advice for me right now? It's okay to do that. And then sit still and be quiet and listen. But... Just by the fact that you're listening to this show and you've been listening to these shows on angels tells you that you are starting to become more aware of them around you. And I just wanted to say one more thing about angels, and that is we interviewed Keith Leon a few weeks ago who wrote Walking With My Angels. And one of the things he said was angels often are set up to make sure you don't die before you're supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why sometimes you will get a warning, turn left here when you really intended on going straight. And then you find out later a big accident or something like that happened. And I had, I've had several experiences like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have a certain amount of time on earth and the angels are also here to help you stay alive by, you know, helping you through those times. Yeah, so I know uh, some of you would really like to experience the difference between angels and spirit guides more, even if you do already. And and it's this is an amazing time we're living in right now. I know it's very difficult for many, many, many people around the world, and things seem to be getting more difficult in some ways, but... That's all part of our learning process. Don't make, you know, when things turn difficult in your personal or in a global situation, uh, it seems worse. Don't make that uh, invalidation of some kind of failure. It's, it's one of a, 
it's a lesson that we have to go through. It's it's part of it's like people think that oh, if you have this incredible, miraculous angel experience or with your spirit guides or whatever, then life is going to be a piece of cake afterwards. Not necessarily. <laughs> In fact, sometimes when you have the more more miraculous type of experiences and an amazing, joyful, unconditional, loving experiences, that's that's an experience to learn from. And then we have to make that our own. We have to learn how to have that more and more each day throughout whatever challenges we go through, whatever experiences we go through. And so we're the ones who have to uh, demonstrate that we've learned the lesson. And that's true with every lesson uh, in life is the learning of it is, is one thing. But the demonstrating, uh, the practical application in all aspects of your life whatever the lesson you just learned was, now comes the, in a sense, the hard part. <laughs> the, in a sense, the part that takes the time is you got to apply it. You got to live it. And as you do that more and more, you, just like anything else learning for the first time, when you first start to practice living it, it's not so easy. <laughs> you, you fall, you scratch yourself, you, you, know, you bump into walls, all kinds of stuff in the process of learning to live it. You already know the answer, but you got to live it. And and this is the nature of spiritual growth. And this is why sometimes you might notice, gee, why is that spiritual person, so-called spiritual person, having such a difficult time? Or why is that healer uh, being so sick? Hey, guess what? You know, we're all human. We're all souls here to learn how to manage life in this human body and mind, in this physical 3D world. And once we're able to bring our total spiritual self, if you will, our beingness here, without being affected by all that's going on in this world, we're home free. All right? So, but in the course of learning that, things can get a little topsy-turvy for any, for the best of us. All right. So don't turn that into an invalidation or failure or mistake or, you know, this is terrible. What did I do to deserve this kind of a thing? No. Sometimes the people who are doing the best often go through really big challenges because you can handle it now. All right. So those of you who would like to experience it a little bit more, uh, just join me in terms of uh, find a comfortable place to sit, but with both feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes. Ah, give yourself a deep breath. And just relax, which just means let yourself be. You know, you don't have to run around, go somewhere. You don't have to worry about something. Give yourself a little time out. I like that with kids. Okay, you're out of control. You're bouncing off the walls. Time for timeout. You know, we need it more even than kids is a little timeout just to go, okay, I'm going to set everything else aside in my mind. I'm just going to let things be and let myself especially be as I am. Not trying to improve myself, fix myself, 
berate myself, nothing. Just let myself be, okay? And you'll notice the more you can let yourself be, the more you'll be relaxed. Now, would you imagine with your eyes closed, just imagine a giant tree trunk going from the base of your spine all the way down to the center of the earth. It's anchored into the center of the earth and the part near the base of your spine. It connects to your first chakra, the energy center that's just above the tip of your tailbone. So just imagine that it's connected. And as you imagine it's connected, once again, just decide you're totally willing to let yourself be for a few moments. Ah, And give yourself another deep breath. And then would you just imagine being totally aware in the center of your head. So you're sitting in the center of your head as spirit, being aware. Don't worry about what you become aware of. Just be aware that you're aware. You're always aware. You're always aware of something. You're always aware. But as you're aware in the center of your head, you'll start with this practice. You'll start to notice more and more. The more you're aware you become in the center of your head, the more you'll start to notice there's a pinpoint in the center there of total quiet, total nothing's happening, nothing's changing, nothing's going up and down. It's total stillness. And even if everything's topsy-turvy in your world around you, if you tap into this little center of your head, you start to notice a little more quiet entering into the topsy-turviness. And you start to become more neutral. You're not engaged with all that's going on. You're not trying to stop it. You're not fighting it. You're not rolling over, playing dead. You're not doing anything about anything. You're just, for the moment, just being yourself, being aware. Okay, then, and this is important because unless you're aware, whatever you decide to do isn't going to go very far, right? It isn't going to benefit anybody very much. Ah, So you're being aware, you're grounded, and now just imagine a little bit of the earth energy. Just imagine this very healing earth energy flowing in from your feet, right at the arches of your feet are your feet chakras, and the earth energy flows in through your feet chakras, goes through your leg channels in the middle of your legs. There's an energy conduit that goes all the way through your knee chakras, little knee energy centers, going through your upper legs into your first chakra, where the grounding is connected to also. So you have the earth energy circuit flowing. Now, any excess earth energy that goes into the first chakra, naturally, as long as you're grounded, naturally gets grounded out. So you don't have to worry about that. Now, just imagine the top of your head. And from the top of your head, just imagine this very fine, golden, cosmic energy flowing in gently. Just enough of this cosmic energy flows into your top of your head, the crown chakra. And as it flows into your crown chakra, it comes down four channels down your back, all the way down to the first chakra, and the cosmic energy enters the first chakra as well. And the mixture of cosmic and earth energy, about 85% cosmic, 15% earth energy, imagine that flowing up these two channels going up the body to the top of the head to the crown chakra and flows out like a beautiful 
continuous golden fountain of energy. Just imagine it just continually flowing out of there. And then also branches out across the shoulders, down the arms from the two channels, and out the hand chakras in the palms of your hands. Okay, so that's what we've taught you many times. For those of you who've been listening to the show, grounding and running the cosmic and earth energies. Now, being in the center of your head, just sit back in the center of your head and say, hello, angels. And notice what kind of response you experience. You might not hear anything or see anything per se. You may or may not. But you're going to notice there's going to be a difference in your experience, overall experience. Something's changing. Okay? So that's the minute you say hello to your angels, they're there. And and. Shortly after that, you'll start to notice a different shifting in your energy because you're starting to match the energy of the angels a little bit more. Okay, You're moving in the direction of the angelic energy. Once you do that and notice slight, even a slight difference, then just say thank you and, and just be there. And then now would you just say hello to your spirit guides? And as you say hello to your spirit guides, let your attention and awareness go to one or more of your spirit guides. And you'll notice a different shift in your energy. So now, on one level, you have, you're communicating with the spirit guides. And when you put your attention on your spirit guides, notice what your experience you have. And then put your attention on the angels and notice the difference. So in your meditation, your own meditation, you can practice this until you start to really notice, ah, okay, here's spirit guides, here's angels. And then you can take each angel, each spirit guide individually. All right. So now, as always, would you just imagine a big, giant gold sun of life force energy coming in from your crown chakra all the way through, filling up your entire body, head to toe. Stretch. And then bend on over and come on up. And once again, we've reached the end of our show. We wish we could have it be longer today. We're grateful that you chose to join us. Make sure to join us live for a very special call-in episode next Wednesday for our sure-to-be-fun and illuminating show on Angel Messaging Q&A with Angels. We will be broadcasting a live call-in show so that you can call us and ask a question or find out what message your angel might have for you. Here's the Voice America studio number to call next Wednesday during our live broadcast to receive your angel message, 1-888-346-9141. We're looking forward to hearing from you on our next show. For details and to sign up for anything, including our uh, teleclass this Saturday, Your Inner Voice, How to Communicate with Yourself, call our office at 530-926-2650. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Mm 
We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. 